Welcome back, everyone, to the Monday live stream here on Slab Stocks YouTube channel and podcast, 6 p.m. Eastern time every Monday. Super pumped to be here for another live stream. In today's episode, we are doing more sports card trivia. It is going to be an excellent episode, I think, because Nate and Julian um, put in some excellent work into this this uh, pre presentation here. So, Nate, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Excellence doing a lot of work in that sentence there. I don't know if it's excellent. We will uh, have to let everyone in the comment section judge my trivia questions. Absolutely. And uh, Jordan's in the chat. Welcome, Jordan. Jordan actually last night asked, hey, let's get some more trivia going. So we said, okay, and here we are doing trivia. And Tom uh, said, finally made a Monday episode. Well, Tom, thank you for joining. And Tech, welcome. And Tim, welcome as well. So tonight's episode, very self-explanatory. We ask you trivia questions, you all answer them in the chat, and then we reveal what the answers are. Um, now, before that, we've got a couple of things to go over. The first thing, which is about Camp Kesem and how you all can help us, because there's a major announcement we had today, and it makes it extremely easy to help. This year is far easier than last year. If you do want to help, although last year is pretty easy too. Um, but this year, there's a super cool initiative we have going on that anyone can join into to help donate for as low as $25. Um, not even cash, that's cards, $25 of a, of a card, and I'll explain how um, in a second here. So the first thing is that we did announce at the end of last week that we are bringing back the Camp Kesem Charity um, Night at the National. This year we are doing it at Thursday or on Thursday, and we are going to be a part of the legendary trade night with Ryan and Jimmy. Uh, Ryan Card Collector 2, Jimmy Kentucky Basketball Cards have been doing a trade night at the National for the last like six years, and it's been growing like crazy every single year. Last year we hosted our own event. Um, at the national this year we're going to be part of theirs and doing some little charity segments throughout the night it'll be extremely fun time there'll be stuff selling um for the kids obviously and, and it's going to be an awesome time and before i keep going i should say jordan asked uh, earlier aaron i'm not sure if you have told the story be before behind you choosing camp Kesem as your charity of choice recently open to share and absolutely um I, I share it every so often um but if you haven't heard it yet here you go. I'll keep it to the abbreviated version since we do have a lot to talk through and I have more to uh, share about the charity night as well. But this is some good context for everyone because uh, you're probably saying, why the heck should I help uh, do something with Cam Kessem if you don't know what it is? So Cam Kessem um, is a organization that has a ton of different uh, camps around the country that run through colleges. So I went to UW-Madison um, and graduated from the business school and there there, there was a Cam Kessem uh, student organization that is part of in senior year. Um, I interviewed and got selected to be a camp counselor for, for the summer. Now, my senior year was in 2020. I was graduating, so that's the year that COVID happened. So when I just got picked to be a counselor, uh, the, the camp did not happen that summer for obvious reasons. Nothing happened that year, really, um, with, with public events, and uh, especially something that includes hundreds of kids going to. So, so that the camp got canceled, and I graduated from school, and then the upcoming year, 2021, I want to do something to help out because I wasn't able to go to the camp and, and I really wasn't able to, to do much with just joining in one year. And I thought, Hey, how cool it'd be. Or about, actually as a team, we talked about my dad and everything after something happened in a YouTube break stream where someone donated some money. I said, Hey, we'll send, you know, send the camp cast some 20 bucks. And then a bunch of people started donating money in the YouTube stream at our first ever slap stacks break stream, which was really cool. So then we said, why don't we do something at the national this year um, to help give back and especially help people um, who aren't really affected by cards day to day at all. And and Camp Kesem is a camp where kids go to whose parents uh, have or had cancer and they go for absolutely free. Uh, bills are tight for a lot of these families. It's really hard for their kids to take part in things. I mean, this is an excellent way to put kids um, in fun situations with other people, um, both college counselors and kids their age or kids older. And it's just an it's an excellent thing. And really helps these kids and changes their lives. So uh, we, we launched that last year and ended up raising $141,000 in one year. But really, there's a there's like $129,000 was raised in one month in July. And then we did a small um, holiday charity night, which actually got like $12,000 also. So last year was massive. It started off with no expectations and had a few different sponsors involved at $10,000 donated. And next thing you know, it hit a hundred and a hundred some thousand dollars within like two weeks after that of donations. Uh, this year is going to be a little bit different on the methods of donation, and I want to explain that right now. If you do want to, you know, help out a ton and help these kids get to camp, um, it would it would mean a lot. So, first off, I just want to announce that we do already have some sponsors committed. We have now announced two up until today, and uh, right now there's already like fifteen thousand dollars plus in donations. So we're off to a good start, and we'll see where it goes from here. 
Uh, the first sponsor that did join, uh, that well, they might not have been the first one, but the first one we announced was Card Ladder um, as our presenting sponsor right here, number one. And uh, they sent us to Indianapolis this past weekend to go to the Midwest Monster Card Show to buy cards for the kids. And it was an excellent time. We got to spend $5,000 for the kids and came away with a slew, a slew of raw cards. There's some nice stuff in here. Jamar Chase Immaculate RPA uh, 25 from... Uh, yeah, the new Immaculate set. The first card I bought at the show was a Khalil Watson Bowman Chrome on 75. I know Nate's so proud of me over there. And then also got just basically cards from every single sport. Got some pop, pop culture cards too. Um, it's going to be an awesome time. But many of these were raw. I probably bought like three to five slabs this weekend. And I'll explain why um, they are, well, why they're raw. And first off, they're sick cards. But secondly, because there's something behind that. And that has to do with today. Also, thank you so much to Carlader for sponsoring this event. And putting up that much money for the kids it's amazing to see him get involved and it's just going to keep on going from here the major announcement from today was that sgc is our second presenting sponsor um which which is huge 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 for the reason that they're grading everyone's cards for free not just the cards that we bought this past weekend at the midwest monster but everyone and anyone that wants to help out get involved and and donate cards for the kids to be sold uh, for the weeks leading up to the national, and then some at the national itself uh, during during the trade night, and which we which we will be live streaming some up to YouTube, um, they are going to grade all the cards for free, and it, it's going to be absolutely amazing. If you all know anything about SEC and their service, first off, it's tip top. Their customer service is amazing, and the grades are super quality, and the slabs have been selling really well. And um, it's awesome to see a big brand like them get involved. And, you know, with something like this Jamar Chase, it's going to get graded there and sold the night of the trade night, which is going to be amazing. And right now, from this past weekend, from people walking up and donate cards to me, cards we bought with the card ladder spending spree, we're already – and cards we donated to. We pitched in 10 different cards uh, to get donated right now um, in this pool. There's 135 cards that we already have, raw cards, that is. And we want to hit a goal of 1,000. Um, now that I know it's ambitious, I know it's a lot of cards and, uh, for that, we are putting a minimum dollars of uh, $25 per card. Um, just because I, we could hit a thousand very quickly. If people sent me sets of like 1985 tops baseball and 1993 tops baseball, but, uh, we are looking to obviously raise as much money as possible for these kids. So $25 minimum. Um, but anyone, like I said, anyone can send raw cards in the mail to us at this PO box. I'm going to read it off here, but if you're watching YouTube, you can see it too. If you're on podcast, listen to me, and I'll repeat it twice, and you can pause the episode if needed. But the P.O. box and the name of where to send it to, the name is Slab Stocks Charity, and then the P.O. box is P.O. box 320-384. Franklin is the city, Wisconsin, 53132. So Slab Stocks Charity, P.O. box 320-384. Franklin, Wisconsin, Five three one three two. You all can send any uh, sport, any pop culture, as long as it's a raw card and twenty five dollars or more in value. Obviously, we love to get some bigger cards too. If anyone wants to go really out there for the kids and send in some bigger cards, or if you want to send in a ton of volume, that would be awesome too to hit that one thousand goal. Um, and then you can. We need these cards in though uh, by July second, twenty twenty two. So it gives you about two. Well, the the deadline's about two weeks out right now. So this isn't like an ASAP deal. If y'all can, if you if you want to help. Throw some cards in a bubble envelope, put our address on it, and get shipped out tomorrow within the next couple of days, and we will get these cards to SGC, and they will get graded for free. SGC has committed an insane amount of resources to helping us do this, which is incredible, and I cannot thank them enough. Their staff is amazing. Peter, their president, is amazing. Um, CEO, I, I guess. I'm not sure what the exact title is, but either either way, um, that's you know, if we get 1,000 cards, that's like $30,000 in, in, in uh, service fees, which is insane. Like That is a, such a big donation. And uh, taking their taking their capacity and putting on this to help the kids. So, uh, really excited for this year's event. If you are a you know own a little breaking business or something else out there, or if you just want to help sponsor the event and put your name on it, uh, we are taking sponsorships for this event. Um, two different levels: platinum and gold. Um, platinum sponsors uh, can get their name on the event and right off the, at the trade night and everything. And uh, gold sponsors will get shouts and Instagram and, and also get right off of the trade night. And we'll do we'll do a couple other things too um, to to get sponsors involved. But if you do want to, you can send us a DM at slabstocks at slabstocks Aaron or email info at slabstocks.com or charity at slabstocks.com. Actually, you should do charity at slabstocks.com is our email um, list. But hoping to have another great year. And uh, there was my. Uh, seven minute or eight minute presentation on how you can help this year with slab stocks 
uh, charity night with uh, Camp Kessem sending kids to camp for free whose parents ever had cancer. So I'm super excited for this year again. If you I have a question. Yeah, Nate. Say I have a card. Yes, Nate. That get I think will is over $25, but I think might get an SGC8. Should I send it in and get graded? Should I send it in and it will get sold raw? Right. Okay. Good. Good question. So, um, basically, you know, the goal is to hit a thousand cards. At that point, if it gets, if it, if you think it's going to hit an SGCA, but it's worth twenty five dollars, send it in anyways, because I guarantee that there will be buyers out there ready to help support the charity. We need as many cards as possible because there will be a lot of buyers for this uh, event. We want to make sure there's enough cards out there that people can buy to help support. So we don't only have, you know, like 50 cards available. So if you do, as long as even if like it's an SGC8, it's still worth over $25. I suppose if you have a card and it's going to get an SGC8 and it makes it worth a dollar, um, you know, we'd probably sell it raw at that point if we think that too. Because uh, we can do that also, obviously. But the, the, the goal here is to, yes, get them great by SGC. It's going to add value to it. Um, and it's going to have all these different slabs I can sell. So it'd be awesome. Cool. Thanks for the question. I appreciate it. All right, and there we go. That's what we got. Now, a very, very quick here, uh, PWCC Weekly Auction number 22 recap from our Flip Quest last night. So a little bit of a variation this week as we've got a podium finish here for the top three cards, uh, modern cards that we were watching last night, with the first one being a Steph Curry 2009, 2009 Topps Chrome Refractor Rookie of 500, BGS 9.5, sold for $38,400, which is pretty big. Um, obviously after his now fourth championship and uh, Nate, where does that put him uh, in your all-time ranking? I don't know if you have like, obviously an all-time ranking refer back to, but what do you think? Well, I mean, Michael Jordan and LeBron are always at the top, right? And then it's gotta be somebody like Kareem, somebody like that. But I think, I mean, I don't know how you deny him top five now, now that he has a fourth, no Kevin Durant. I, I think on a team. I think it was about 50-50 voting on our Instagram story for uh, top five or not. So I, I do think that people, you know, go with the Kobe or the Shaq or the Wilt or the Larry Burr, Magic Johnson type of thing. Some people over him. But, uh, yeah, he's way up there. Definitely top 10 at this point. Definitely. So that one's over 38.4K, but that still is a little bit less than it was doing leading up to the finals. Um, you got to remember, a lot of these times people are – if a player's expected to win the finals, which I would say going to the finals, the Warriors were expected to win the finals. People are paying big prices at that moment going to that series. After the series is done, which is sold last night, which is after the series, uh, sometimes there's a little bit of a suppression because they, they're not really buying for that fifth at this moment. They will be probably next year if they're on their path to it. But right now they're not. And then number two was the Vlad Guerrero Jr. Uh, Bowman Chrome Gold Auto at 59.5. So for nearly 17K, and then number three was the Aaron Rodgers one-of-one green kaboom PSA 9 for $15,600. That's crazy. Nate brought up last night, like, can you believe that 2020 Aaron Rodgers card sold for nearly 16 grand? Like, your opening packs of cards, the boxes of this were probably like $600 at one point, absolute 2020, maybe more than that. But uh, you hit, a, of all the people, you hit Aaron Rodgers, and it still sells it for 15K, which is crazy. That. <laughs> what's up blk good to see you how was the uh, spectacular i heard that uh most people were going to the midwest monster but it, let me know your review of the chicago sports spectacular if you can and then two other cards that sold draymond green 2012 prism gold out of 10 psa 9 sold for seven thousand two hundred dollars and then another gold that sold was this juan soto tops chrome gold refractor rookie out of 50 psa 10 that sold for twelve thousand six hundred. why did we a- buy that i know nate's nate's gonna get on me for a long time here that did drop 38% since February before the season started. And uh, someone who was looking to lock this thing up for a long time probably made a great call last night, huh, Nate? Oh, yeah. I'm very jealous. <laughs> I'm wildly, wildly jealous. Nate's sitting here being like, man, I wish you found a buyer in time for that George Russell. That's what he's saying. <laughs> that is what I'm saying. I would have swapped George Russell into Juan Soto 20 times out of 20. If only it was that easy. <laughs> it's definitely not. <laughs> um sports card trivia we're here now okay sorry thanks for the listening to me talk for a long time there but now it's time for sports card trivia and for you all to start talking back to us and to answer some questions from nate and julian here so get ready with your keyboards and get ready to type and get your answers in quick because we will be revealing the answers obviously after we ask for maybe a minute or so first question here nate why don't you read it off all right these young teammates in 2015 and you could probably also say 2014, 
had similar price cards. Since then, one has one has gone on to be a multi MVP and one a journeyman. Should we be giving them the sport? No, no, oh. I don't think so. Wow. Yeah. I, I generally I did put the sport in there. This one I did not. Let's see if anyone gets it, um, and then maybe maybe we'll give a hint if needed. Yeah. But I, I, I will say this. I, I did see this one, so I obviously won't answer. Um, there's a couple I didn't see, though, so I'll try, to, I'll try to give my answer if I know I don't know for sure. Let us know in the comments. Toss them in, and we will read off the answers. This one is pretty stumping, though, because without the sport, there's a lot of possibilities. All right, fine. Give them the sport. All right. The sport is basketball. NBA. NBA. I, like sitting here, like if I was just a viewer watching this and heard that question, <laughs> I might have no idea what to do without the sport. That's true. NBA. National Basketball Association, for those that don't know. Keywords in here. Young teammates in 2015. See, Jordan said, wait, what sport? It is basketball. Um, we've got Tim that says Jamal Murray and Jokic. Honestly, Funny thing is that. <laughs> that could be true. It could be true. Wait, could... wait, no. One of... Jamal Murray was 2016, was he not? Oh, and also he's not journeyman. He's been in the Nuggets this whole time. Yeah, LeBron and Kyrie, Jokic and Nurkic. That was a better guess because he went to one other team. But uh, no, not Jokic. Not and Nurkic. journeyman. This how many how many teams would you require for a journeyman? Would you say, or at least like a a journeyman? I feel like he got to be like on four teams. Yeah, I was gonna say four probably personally. Stephen Clay, well, that's definitely not not the case, given that Clay has been the Warriors his whole career. The journeyman should be the key thing here. here. Give him the give him the price charts. Next slide. Oh, I didn't know if the, if it revealed the names. All right, back in 2015, the one on the this left. This is a here. these are PSA tens. I should have probably put that on there. These are PSA, PSA 10, ten base prism base. PSA ten prism base in 2015 for thirteen dollars on the left and twenty four dollars on the right. There we go. We got our answer from Austin. Giannis and Jabari Parker, Nate. That was a good one. Thank you. Jordan said Giannis and someone. So you had Giannis. But look at Austin there. Giannis and Jabari Parker. And Nate, is this telling me that Jabari Parker was $10 more than Giannis back in 2015? Correct. Correct. Imagine. Isn't that crazy? Imagine taking 25 bucks and putting on Jabari Parker instead of buying two Giannis's that at one point were worth 12 grand or combined. That's insane. <laughs> Uh, ERB, you beast. ERB knew it, but was lagging, but oh, late logging, not lagging, late logging. Well, here you are. Now you can uh, pick it up and, and go from here. Appreciate you joining tonight. There and also, Austin, very good call. Jordan, half of a good call. <laughs> Nate, so what Julian have done, every, do you guys do every other? Yeah. And oh, I yeah. did not look at any of the of his. Oh, so really? I don't, I don't know any. I don't know any. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. And I'll read off Julian's uh, trivia. Number two, according to card ladder data, shout out card ladder pro, which two sports card markets are the only ones that have a positive growth the past three months. Okay. Let's see here. Well, I'm guessing it's not one of the major sports. You would probably agree with me there. Well, I know the answer, but oh, I can't say. Um, Tom, the first guess is hockey and F1. That's a good guess. I want to put F1 in there. I'm thinking it's F1 and either hockey, UFC, or soccer. Baseball and hockey, soccer and F1, hockey and F1, F1 and UFC, racing. So there's a lot of F1 comments. I'm going to go with Austin. I'm going to go with F1 and UFC. F1 and UFC. All right. We will reveal the answer. Jordan says vintage, but vintage is not a sport. <laughs> vintage and hockey. Well, I guess if vintage is a category, but not a sport. Here we go. The answer is wrestling and racing. Whoa. So UFC was close. And some people would say that wrestling is not a sport. Some people would say it is. So UFC and ra so racing means F1. Like there are a couple NASCAR cards tracked here in uh 
in car ladder pro but racing would be f1 and then wrestling would be wrestling like wwe so this is not wait i shouldn't speak until i look at it right now i don't think that wrestling includes ufc let me see for sure though if it yeah. does that's a that's a major uh yeah that'd be a major sticking point for ufc fans no for sure and probably I, I wrestling fans also i don't think it is it's uh, no, it's not. It's definitely not included in wrestling. I just didn't know if there was its own thing or not. Well, there you go. That is the answer. Wrestling and All racing. Right. Wrestling and racing. <laughs> racing? Got that one. Wrestling? Would never have guessed that in a million years. I would not have either. Trivia number three. Also, I should say, in the last three months, wrestling has increased 33% with one massive jump happening around um, early April. I'm assuming there's one massive sale. Or a couple massive sales that took that thing up, and then for racing, uh, F one increased four percent in the last three months, which is more standard for like a, a increase in three months. Thirty three percent is a lot in three months. All right, this twenty eleven baseball rookie was on fire in the month of May, and his base card had the largest percent change among hundred dollar plus baseball cards tracked on Card Ladder. Does that make sense to you? It does, but read it again for those who might not have got it. All right, so this 2011 baseball rookie was on fire in the month of May, and his base card had the largest percent change among $100 plus baseball cards tracked on card ladder or tracked by card ladder. I like it. First couple of answers Andre with Trout. Ron says Freddie Freeman, which both are 2011 baseball rookies. Let's see which one gets commented first that isn't a 2011 rookie. Tom said that's blasphemy saying wrestling is close to UFC. I wouldn't say it to either. Well, I'm not, I wasn't saying that. Yeah, no, I agree. They're not close. But all I'm saying is that if you were to put UFC into any of those four categories, it'd be closest to wrestling because they're in some sort of ring and doing some combat. Harper from Jordan, who was 2012 rookie, actually. Christian Pache, who is a 2021 20, rookie. Yeah. Also, I think Christian Pache is just CR, but I could be wrong. But uh, Yelich is 2013. And and Tech admits that his fault with baseball, so no blame there. Austin. Goldschmidt question mark? Nate? Goldschmidt question mark? Austin. You're pretty good at this. There we go. Back Paul Goldschmidt with a rate of growth of 132% in the last month. And it wasn't just like Two sales that went up. There was a good amount. That's a steady line right there. That is a steady line for sure with some big dip that someone hit it, maybe a steal on on a buy an hour or something. But that that's a good one. Also, congrats to Austin again for going beast mode here. The other answers were Arenado and Schwarber. Arenado 2013 also, and Schwarber was 20. Um, well, he had rookie, rookie autos or Bowman Chrome autos in 2014. Yeah, and then I think it's 2016 rookie. Yeah. All right, trivia number four. This is a tough one. Like, this is very hard looking at this. I read the question for like a second and didn't know the answer. I didn't think long enough. Probably wouldn't have gotten it anyways. So, which soccer player under 30 years old and outside of Europe's top five leagues, which means the Premier League uh, in England, Serie A in Italy, Bundesliga in Germany, League One in France, and La Liga in Spain, which player who's under 30 and outside of those leagues has the most expensive card sale Ever from modern, modern Ryan so, Graven Birch, like who's actively playing right now, needs to be currently rostered on a team. So, active player going Ryan Graven Birch and needs to be currently asked. Wait, 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 needs to be currently rostered on the same team that the card sales from, which eliminates Ryan Graven because ah, he's on Munich now. That's like the only guy I know that was on a not top five league. I don't know anybody else. We have Holland, which is not the case. He was in Bundesliga. Ooh, you know, wait, wait. Really... I like this one. Uh, Pepe? <laughs> Ricardo the... Pepe? No, which one's the MLS guy? Yeah, Ricardo Pepe, but he's uh, on I Augsburg. thought there was – okay, never mind. I don't want he... to take Jordan's thunder. He's on He's on Augsburg, which is uh, a German uh, Bundesliga team. Ah, never mind. Which is, yeah, obviously included in that. I feel like well, it's going to be an Austria Bundesliga team. Dude, this dude is a genius. Austin – Says Anthony, which is correct. What's he on? He's an Ajax, Graven Birch's old team. 
in the Dutch league. His the top Austrian goal. Austrian Bundesliga? No, 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 no. This is the Dutch league. This is not ah. Austrian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same difference. Eh, no. But Sapphire Red rookie out of five PSA ten sold for four thousand five hundred dollars on three twenty one twenty two. What a call from Austin! Like I don't think I. It would have taken me a long time to get to that one. Although I would just would have started thinking of teams that aren't in it. But maybe I would have gotten it close, sooner than I thought. I'm not going to give myself credit because I'm going to take half credit. Austin says Gravenberg's got my mind rolling. So I claim half credit for that one. Not going to lie. Nate definitely deserves half credit because if this was still going on, it would have given a hint that he was a teammate with Gravenberg. And then it definitely would have been gotten from that. So Nate with the assist to Austin. Also, are you impressed that I knew Gravenberg was not in the top five league? Yeah, you were pretty good. That was pretty good. I was impressed. Uh, Tim <laughs> says Schwarber. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, all right trivia number five which current prospect that has not played in the mlb has the highest price card sale so he has a current prospect never played in the mlb not even a second bonus question what was the card bonus bonus question what was the second highest uh, card sale for this for this specific question? I like that. The bonus bonus question should get some people thinking. Yeah. So Jordan, Jordan, of course, and ERB are correct. It is Jason Dominguez. It was his super refractor. Now tell me, I don't have the picture anymore, but tell me what was the second highest prospect card sale ever? That isn't in the MLB right now. That isn't in the MLB. So, you know, no Tatis, no Vlad, no Trout, no Juan Soto, nothing like that. We'll see if anyone's got that answer. I've got one hint for you guys if nobody gets it within like the next 30 seconds, 20 seconds maybe, 10 seconds even. Five seconds even. Boston player, and then Chris says Marcelo Meyer. Nay, how close was the Marcelo Meyer super, though, to this one? Was it super close? Oh, actually, how much was the Marcelo Meyer super? Uh-oh, uh-oh. I didn't see it. I didn't see it on my list. So if if it was uh, – if it, it was – I, I can confirm that it was lower than the card you're talking about. Oh, thank goodness. Should I give you a hint right now? Yeah. Uh, a little hint for you. Think teammates in the same system. Uh, did he, was it? Were they team? They had, were they teammates at one point? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they were. Yeah. Same year, Bowman. I guess you'd assume. With Bobby Wood Jr. No, because he's in the MLB. Blaze Jordan. That would be a massive Blaze Jordan sale if that was the case. And it is. Jordan and Ron are correct. It is Anthony Volpe. It is not the Volpe Super. If that's sold, it hasn't sold uh, publicly that I know of. But uh, it is, in fact, Anthony Volpe Red for $150,000. So go. those Yankee fans, they really know how to risk some money. <laughs> they sure do. Trivia number six. This is a tough E, I guess that might have given away that who, well, I'm just going to say it's a toughie. Outside of Lewis Hamilton, Max Verstappen, and Charles Leclerc, which current F1 driver has the most expensive card sale? Current F1 driver, outside of the three that have cards that sell for five figures all the time, being Lewis Hamilton, Max Verstappen, and Charles Leclerc. Nate, you don't know. What? Schumacher? Well, Mick or Michael, because Michael is retired. I don't know the difference. <laughs> um, I know there's that rookie from this year's class, and I feel like I heard something about a super refractor or something selling for a lot of money. Yes, you are. Okay, you are correct that Mick does sell for a lot of money. Mick is the son of Michael, and Mick's super refractor auto PSA 10 with the 10 autograph is actually up for sale right now. It's on Golden, oh. but it, it hasn't sold yet. Never mind then. First guess is George Russell. Second guess is Lando Norris. Those are exactly the two guesses I'd have also if it were me. But no. And also, when I say this, it, this is public sale. Public sale tracked through Cardlighter Pro database. Private sale, I can pretty much guarantee that something has outsold this. But um, Sebastian Vettel, 
Mick, Lando. It's none of the ones that have been said so far. Oh, dang. Actually, it is Sebastian Vettel. That was a miss on our part. So it is Sebastian Vettel, but not the one we have in this presentation. So technically, Ooh. Jordan's right. It's the Sebastian Vettel 2020 Dynasty. I try. I double-checked this. It must have been listed. Oh, it didn't say auto in the thing either. The, the, set, the list was not great, the listing name. But it was the Dynasty uh, 1 of 1 from 2020 where it says Sebastian. It doesn't say in. It just says Sebastian. Uh, patch auto and sold for $33,600. Wow. But Jordan also had the second highest, and it is Joe Guan Yu, who just scored some points this past weekend. And this is not even his first F1 card. He had back-to-back use of a Future Stars F2 cards, and his 2021 Topps Chrome Super Fractor 1 of 1 PSA 8 sold for eighteen grand. June 4th, this isn't even his 2020 Topps Chrome Super Fractor. 18 k just unbelievable what it so technically answers sebastian vettel but the one we've got here right now is this guanyu joe which is crazy that's outsold george russell and lando norris's public sales so something will outsell this very soon i'm sure of lando and george um probably as soon as his upcoming weekend but as of right now the vettel and now this and yeah he did have a great drive in canada he has been actually pretty super solid this year for a rookie um a couple dnfs and car failures but those weren't his fault but he's he has looked really good here you go, Nate. So this is not card related at all. Just wanted to get this guy in here because I like it. Uh-oh, that gave it away. This running back had a season where he rushed and received for 2,166 yards, eight touchdowns, zero fumbles. How insane is that, Aaron? That is super insane. I read that and I was like, wow. Yeah. 2,166 yards, eight touchdowns, zero fumbles in one season. Did not win the MVP. So Jonathan Taylor had four fumbles this past season with over 2,000 scrimmage yards. JT had 2,171 scrimmage yards. This is 2,166. But Jonathan Taylor did have uh, 20-some touchdowns. How many did he have? He had a lot. And the reason I grabbed this, now, to be fair... 20. I should have. I could have probably just done the re, the rushing yards because I know for a fact the record is eighteen hundred and thirty three rushing yards without a fumble. I tacked on his on his um, receiving yards along with it. Uh, that might actually make it inaccurate, which I didn't think about until this moment. So if you want to take off the two, the receiving yards and just say eighteen hundred and thirty three rushing yards with zero fumbles, you can do that. See, but you didn't say this was like a record or anything. You just give the stats. Oh, well, it was a record. Oh, okay. Austin 1833, Eckler. 1,833 yards without a fumble is a NFL record. Got you. Dorsey Levins, King Henry, Debo, Marshall Falk, Aaron Jones, Roger Craig. King Henry again. Craig, uh, Roger Craig, DeAndre Swift, Terrell, De- Terrell Davis, Devontae Adams, wide receiver. Henry, Christian McCaffrey, not I'll give him, I guess, it doesn't have to be a current running back. It yeah, does not. Most Brazos hasn't gotten answered yet. I feel like we're on the verge of having this thing cracked like in the next 30 seconds here. Let me go look if there's a year where Derrick Henry had no fumbles. It only his rookie year. LT Emmett Smith. Yeah, JT had one fumble his rookie year. But that's not zero. Dickerson, Gail Sayers. Gail Sayers is a lot closer. There. Ah, ding, ding, ding. Tim. Barry Sanders, Nate's favorite. And Tom got it right after Tim. Yep. Barry Sanders. I guess if you just name enough enough, uh, running backs, you'll eventually get one. Barry Sanders. 2,100 plus yards from scrimmage, zero fumbles in the 1994 season. Look at the uh, the sales volume on this bad boy as it gets closer to 2020, 2022. It's just a blob of green. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's crazy time. how it stayed low for years, 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 and then all time uh, rate of change on this has been 306% increase. 
starting at 280 back in 2004 and now 1,137. Trivia number eight. Which NBA player has been named to multiple All-Star games the past 10 years while being in the league 10-plus seasons and had a PSA 9 of the rookie card drop 72% the past three months? <laughs> Let me repeat that because I was laughing because it just got really long. Which NBA player has been named to multiple All-Star games the past 10 years while being in the league for 10-plus seasons? And has had a PSA nine of their rookie card drop seventy two percent the past three months. I didn't look at this one. I don't know. I don't. I don't know the answer to this question. So I might throw out a guess here. I didn't either, but I do like Chris's guess of Russ. That's where my mind went to at first. Was Russell Westbrook? ERB probably Russell Westbrook. Oh yeah, Chris said Russ, and then Kawhi from ERB, Durant, Derrick Rose, Anthony Davis. I guess Anthony Davis has technically been in the league for 10 years, 2012 to 2022. All right. I got to look at who this is to make sure I can show this slide. I'll know once I look here, obviously, but okay. It has not been answered yet. Oh, wow. I, that's crazy. I really thought it would have been. And actually I did see this slide. I just forgot. So um, multiple all-star games the last 10 years. Their this card has dropped a ton in the last three months. So, really and we know it's not Anthony Davis. We know it's not Westbrook. We know it's not Derrick Rose. We know it's not Kyrie. It's not Kyrie. Who else has been like ostracized from the NBA card circles in the last three months? It's not Kevin Durant? Nope, not KD. I will uh, give a hint. CJ McCollum. No, nope, that's McCollum. nine years, 2013. I'll give Damian a hint. Lillard? Not Damian Lillard, no. Although there could be a couple of guys that fit into this, I would say. I don't James know. James Harden or Paul George? That is, no, that's not who's here. Ben Simmons, no. Kevin Love, no. Someone just got it. Someone just said it. Chris Paul? Chris Paul. Oops. I thought I was on the pre. There we go. Chris Paul, his 2005 Tops rookie PSA nine started at eighty one dollars three months ago and is now down to twenty two dollars and fifty cents. That is a seventy two percent drop in three months. Wow, I did not see that one coming. Look at Chris. I know as left field is, but Nate, I was gonna say that you despise this guy for the fact that we had a card of his. It's true. At least we sold. Would be way worse if we lost seventy two percent instead of twenty percent, six percent or something. <laughs> um, and there you go, Chris. Boom, nice one, good call. Trivia number nine. If you invested five dollars into this golfer SI for kids card at the start of the year, twenty twenty two, capital U Y on you there. Good spelling, Nathan. You would have ten times your money today. Who is the golfer? That's a good question here. Also, feel very sad for Zalatoris, man. Third time finishing second in a major, and he's so close. His putt just missed. Someone got it. Someone has said it. Now two have said it. So we'll reveal the answer. Tim is correct, and so is Timothy. Tim and Timothy, Scotty Scheffler. $50 most recent sale and a $5 sale back on January 13th. He was the Masters winner this year. Nate, did you hashtag invest? I can't hear you. Oh, what'd you say? I said, did you hashtag invest? <laughs> I'm just messing around. I did not. I've never been on board with the SI for kids cards. Mainly because I probably had like a million of them as a kid. And if I had known that they'd become expensive... I would have kept him in the magazines. Look at Nate. Nate's just a salty guy, so he swears these things off forever. I am. Like Kylian Mbappe. <laughs> yep. Which NBA player has been named to at least one all-NBA first team since 2015, but their most expensive card sale last month... Wait. Oh, okay. I see. Let me repeat. 
Which NBA player has been named to at least one all-NBA first team since 2015 and had their most expensive card sale last month for under $1,000? Their most expensive card sale ever or just their most expensive card sale last month? Yeah, so just their most expensive card sale in the last month was under $1,000. I feel like that could be so many people. Yeah, you're right. I might need to get a clarification here. Why don't you give me a second? And they text and Julian. I'm gonna give him a quick call. You, you, I'm gonna actually call him right here on speaker. Okay. All right. We're, we're calling the dude that made these questions or this question. Hello? Hey, Julian, you're live on the Slab Sex Live show right now. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys? <laughs> doing really good. I'm phoning a friend. I'm phoning a friend right now to make sure that I figure out the 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 question correctly. So I'm in trivia number ten right here. It says which NBA player has been named to at least one All NBA first team since 2015. And then it says, had their most expensive card sale last month for under $1,000. Does that mean that's their highest sale of all time and it's under $1,000? It does? Yes. So their highest sale of all time was last month, and they were named to at least one All-NBA first team, I think it was since 2015. Yeah, and it was under $1,000. Yep. All right, that's a great question. I just want to make sure, because at first I, I read it as that. It happened, like the sale had to be within the last month, and it was under $1,000, but okay. Yeah. All right, all right, we're good. Thank you, Julian. Yeah. All right, see. Ya. Hmm. Um, I don't know what the answer to this question is. So I'm going to throw out a guess here. Oh, there's a lot of guesses already. We'll read through those, then I'll go look. Ooh, DeAndre Jordan's a good guess. He probably got a first team All NBA somewhere yeah, in there. For do we think that there would be a card that sold in the last month for under th- for a thousand under a thousand? Oh wait, it's under. What was the most expensive card ever? Yeah, no, that yeah. doesn't make any sense. It's like that would have happened. It has to probably. be their most expensive card ever. Yes, it also has to be under a thousand dollars. So like, it's the highest sale ever, but also under a thousand dollars of a dude who has had an All NBA first team at some point in the last seven years. This is an a- excellent question. So it has to be somebody relatively it's okay. It's relatively be, hot. It's gotta be Rudy Gobert, right? No, 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 no. Probably not. Cause he's I feel like his one his like gold prism auto at one point probably yeah, sold for like that 4K. had to have sold for a thousand plus. Yeah. Pascal Siakam has for sure had cards sold for over a thousand dollars. I'm oh, trying yeah. to think of like the least exciting player that there can be that makes an all NBA first team. It's got to be somebody that doesn't have a lot of cards either. Like he doesn't have any NTRPAs. Yeah, nothing like that. Fred Van, no, Fred Van Vliet was never a uh, first team. I was gonna say like Marcus Saul or something, but what is all time high sale happened in the last month? Ron and Louis say Kevin Love. That's I feel like something would have sold for over a thousand dollars of him though. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay, so we here, we'll read off the all of the que- answers really quick. Uh, it starts with Jokic, which is not the case, um, but that I think that you probably read this question the same as me. Uh, Westbrook, AD, Gobert, Tracy McGrady, DeAndre Jordan, Blake Griffin, Vince Carter, Chris Paul again, uh, Paul George, Pascal Siakam, Kevin Love, Ricky Rubio, Jeremy Lin. It is a huge award. But Marcus also was like a you have to be player of the year. The top year. player at your position, since they do, you know, center power four, they still do position. All right, let me check. Like two forwards, a center, and two guards. Ah, uh, okay. We have got the answer has been guessed. It has been guessed. Sweet. And it What's is that? DeAndre Jordan is one of one. Jordan, you beast. Nate, I feel like we should have known this because I pointed out this card on the on our flip quest three weeks ago. Really? Yeah, DeAndre Jordan's exquisite one of one rookie BGS eight sold for eight hundred and forty dollars on May twenty ninth. Was Jordan the first one that said DeAndre Jordan? Jordan was the first one that said DeAndre Jordan. Great call. I can't believe DeAndre Jordan was a first team all NBA player at some point though. I can. You remember how good he was defensively? Yeah, very good. I know. I'm just saying. Like, but think and, about and it. those dunks. He just he just caught lobs and played well, defense. I mean, I guess if you do think about it, there was no Jokic, there was no Embiid at this point. That was like super effective. Yes, then with yeah, Embiid would have been that would have been right in the middle of Embiid being injured for yeah. his um for his first two years or so. Definitely, Center Jokic was weak would have been year. a rookie, and that was Gobert's like third season or something too. Um, DeAndre Jordan, twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen, averaged twelve points. 
13 rebounds. How many blocks? And 2.3 blocks. He also shot 70% from the field. I mean, that must have been a tough year for centers. (laughs) Probably. Moving on. All right. These three NBA players, 23 and under, so they're all, one actually just turned 23 yesterday, were all born in the same city of Milwaukee and averaged 54.5 points per game combined during the 2021-2022 season. Name the three players. So your hints are they're young, they're born in Milwaukee, they scored a solid amount of points. This is a good good question here. Well, hmm. Gonna let some some guesses come in first. Pool, Hero, and Looney. I'm sure two of the three are there, and I think that three of the three were probably just guests. Looney, not under 23, but Jordan is correct it is tyrese tyler and pool and also shout out to that tyler hero that's the one we just bought and gave away on pwcc flip quest last night absolutely and that would be tyrese halliburton and tyler hero but can we just give a real quick shout out to the city of milwaukee and the amount of basketball talent coming out of there i mean really good right now they're kind of well i would say they're kind of replacing minnesota with what they did over the last like decade but Jalen Suggs just got drafted and Chad Holmgren's about to go like top two. So um fair, close enough. <laughs> Hallie Burton was born in Oshkosh. Could have said the state of Wisconsin, Nate. I could have. Uh Nate says close enough. Trivia number 12. Which soccer player has the hot sorry, back up. Which soccer player has the card with the highest population report that is tracked on card ladders? So maybe there's a card out there with a higher pop, and this is PSA 10 population, I believe, um, all the different PSA 10s. So which player is the highest PSA 10 population that is tracked on card ladder for soccer? I'm trying to think of if there's anything that could be higher, and I'm going to just like go out and say no. Like This is probably the highest that there is for PSA 10s. Bonus question, what is the card? So who's who's the player and what is the card? Okay. Mbappe, 2018 Prison World Cup. Um, nope, it's not that high. Really? Holland, 2019 Chrome, not that high. It's um, got to be a messy, a messy Mega Cracks? Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like 20 of those. <laughs> uh, no, Mbappe is close, though. Mbappe is 3,500, so it's a lot more than I thought, actually, now. Um, and Holland's 2019 Tops Chrome is 1,028 for the Bundesliga and 850 for the Champions League. Alex Morgan, no. Messi World Cup Prism, I'm going to say no. It's I know it's not what, what we have here, but definitely not. Messi's World Cup Prism, the 2018 is a pop 1,040, and the 2014 is a population of 2,090. But if it's not Holland and Mbappe, who could it be? Well, I know the answer. Pedri tops Chrome, definitely not Pedri because PSA was shut down. Jay and Sancho Donruss, no, but there's probably like two thousand or maybe a thousand of those. Uh, Christian Pulisic, um, no. Twenty sixteen select. <laughs> oh, that's a, that would not be great that easily. Seventeen twenty three and Jay and Sancho Donruss, which is close. Vinicius Opter, Optic, no. Uh, think I'll give a hint. Think super young, super super young. Very helpful hint. Thank you. Well, it should be because that means that they're under 20. Uh, Vati? No, not Vati. I'll give another hint. Bundesliga. Currently. Currently Bundesliga. Oh, Graven Birch. Sweet. No, not Graven Birch. What's up, the graded card guy? Not Beckham. Beckham. This is a current player. And would not be that high of pop. So Jude Bellingham? We're going to get there. No, not Jude. We're going to get there. Same team, though. Last hint, same team. No, not Florian Verts. What, Nate? I feel like, so it was was always Jude, Holland, Jaden Sancho. Is that one of those three? Jaden Sancho moved to Manchester United. No, it's not one of those three. 
There we go. Austin with the Mukoko. That's well, you the might most, say to yourself. You might say the, to yourself. What, Nate? That's the highest pop. Yep. Yep. Because you're going to say to yourself, well, how is it that the top's chrome? Pedri can't be the highest pop, but the Mukoko is. It's because it's not top's chrome. It is top's now. As Austin said, a PSA 10 of the top's now Mukoko rookie is 4,083 PSA 10s. Wow. $20 a pop. There was 50,000 of these bought after he scored his first champion or youngest Bundesliga player ever. It was like 16 years old, I think, when he debuted. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy stuff. Austin again. Great guess. Mukoko and Mukoko tops now. I still can't believe there's not more than 4,000 Hollands graded. Oh, no. Remember that those sets, well, this is PSA 10s, remember. That's true. But also, there's a ton of Mukoko PSA 9s, I'm pretty sure. Like, there's another 1,000 Mukoko PSA 9s. Well worth the 50 hour grading fee. Right. All right, Nate, here's your uh, one of your, no, your last one, actually. So this is this is via stat, uh, ESPN stats and info. So keep that in mind. He's the only rookie in MLB history to hit three home runs, including a walk-off home run in a single game. Sounds like that this might have happened recently. Maybe, maybe not. I guess it depends on. Uh... There it is. <laughs> Austin and of course Chris are correct. It is Jack Sawinski, and it was yesterday. Home run in the fourth, game tying home run in the sixth, walk off home run in the ninth. Shows you who's paying paying attention to the sports right there. There you go. And three hundred eighty bucks for a blue refractor first auto from twenty twenty two. Nate, what? Yeah, he just came out in twenty twenty two, dude. He has eleven home runs this year. He just came out in twenty twenty two. First Bowman. And uh, his base autos were selling for like $32 three days ago. And now they're selling for $100 today. Jeez. Crazy. Here we go. Two questions remaining. Both of them I actually came up with. I didn't come come up with any of the first 13, but I've got the last two here. Trivia number 14. How much did 2017 National Treasures first off-the-line basketball release for on Panini when it first came out? This was the first release of NTFOTL ever, and how much did the first exclusive RPA of Jason Tam number dot fifteen sell for from the set? Nate, did you look at the answers? I did not, so I uh, I am going to guess here. So, twenty seventeen National Treasures first off the line. Considering Sam got his box of first off the line National Treasures of twenty nineteen for seven fifty. Twenty eighteen, he got twenty eighteen for seven fifty. I'm gonna guess it was, yeah, somewhere in the five, maybe four fifty a box. We'll go with four fifty a box, and the first exclusive Tatum RPA out of fifteen that probably sold for thirteen hundred dollars. So the graded car guy, the very first comment was correct. It was five hundred dollars a box. I bought one in twenty seventeen, and I immediately sold it for thirteen hundred dollars because. When you're young and you need a little bit of money, why not immediately flip something you just buy the same day and make like $800? True. Um, that box that I bought, I got a message that the person opened it and it had Deer and Fox NTRPA out of 15 in the box and a Vince Carter one of one patch. Um, pretty nice box. Obviously, one of the best uh, 2017 RPAs to hit, but it was no Jason Tatum. And so far, it looks like the comments for Jason Tatum prices would have been $57, $250. $2,500 from Joseph, $1,800 from Tim. I think that might be the Tatum. fifteen k from Tom, $7,500 from Chris. And uh, Dwayne says, what's up? What's up, Dwayne? Hola, Dwayne. Here is the I'm at $1,300 on this Tatum. That's you got $1,300 on the Tatum? How are you feeling about the answer? Uh, probably not good, but I'm going low, lower than I expect because of it being 2017. All right. It was... $5,600 was the first sale of the first off the line Tatum NTRPA on May 7th of 2018. There's one that sold eight days later for $6,100 and it was serial numbered 15 out of 15. The one that sold for 6,100. Now 
the most one or this is not the most recent but this was one, like in since the start of 2022 one of them sold it was a bgs 9.5 that sold for 96 grand through the pwcc premiere auction on march 19th 2022 however remember remember that 15 out of 15 that's over 6100 mm-hmm. just this past two weeks ago june 4th that exact same copy as a 9.5 sold for ninety three thousand six hundred dollars june 4th 2022 by gold so there you go answer was 5600 but the box costs with 500 dollars and now you it's hold worth that it. card for four years you go from five thousand to ninety thousand. <laughs> yeah, isn't that crazy? All right, the last question of the day. We appreciate everyone joining us and coming right at the five fifty-five for five fifty-nine p.m. time here, Central Time. Number fifteen, our only hockey question for today: Which defenseman's young guns acetate PSA ten outsold a Nikita Kucherov's young guns acetate BGS nine point five this year? I will show you how much the Nikita Kucherov sold for, which was six days ago, $3,280 on June 14th for the 9.5 of him. And he did win the uh, Hart Trophy back in 2019. So this is the MVP we're talking about. We're talking about a defenseman's young guns as a PSA 10 that outsold his card. We have got Cal McCarr, Cal McCarr. I think it's supposed to be Cal McCarr from Bless and Breaks. The answer is not Cal McCarr, but that would have been the obvious answer given it would have been logged here in the sales history, but he hasn't had a, a, a Young Guns PSA 10 acetate sell for that much yet. So I have, I have no answer. What no about answer. Tom Wilson? Is that a guy? Tom Wilson is not Tom Wilson. What about IEX Luger? No. <laughs> Let's see if we can get one more comment in here giving a, a guess. We don't have any new players yet. But Kalmakar is killing it right now in the NHL Stanley Cup Finals. Olafson, nope. There we go. Austin is just absolutely dominating tonight's trivia. I've never heard of that guy in my entire life. Adam Fox, defender for the Rangers. You should have because we watched the game where he had a couple points. Um, this is his Young Guns Assay PSA 10, which this is just a terrible scam. These cards look amazing, but this picked up so poorly. Um, $3,300, which outsold it by 20 bucks, but this was back in April 28th, and card ladder values got it way lower now, but one hasn't sold since. I will say, though, for everyone said Cal McCarr, if we host this episode next week, you would be right. One's already ending in three days at $3,050, and it will for sure pass the $3,300. I'm like 99% sure about that. So Cal McCarr will hold that title um, as the highest selling acetate young guns card that isn't austin matthews or connor mcdavid um that it it makes sense but um that that will probably happen here in the next three days impressive yeah adam fox is a beast um really good player austin says even though i dislike the rangers all right and uh here we go so that is the end of the trivia but this week um if you are looking to get some cheap packs some affordable packs and some fun rips please come over to whatnot app um and join nate and i we've got some really fun stuff going down this week nate on tuesday tomorrow has got not only 2022 bowman and bowman sapphire the new stuff Mm -hmm. but a 2005 bowman draft picks and prospects box trying to find a ryan braun auto plus a bunch of other players um so someone should come over and try to grab that box or some of the packs and see what happens but wednesday is our big episode this week with the woods brewing for the nba draft preview and we're giving away a ton of packs of 2021 or 2021-22 bowman university basketball with a bunch of the new dudes who are going to get drafted and we're giving away two two packs of 2013 prism retail that's right that's Giannis's year and cj mccollum and michael carter williams but Giannis's year 2013 we're going to see if someone is going to win a free Giannis rookie and uh yeah come on over uh to whatnot all of our streams are starting at 6 p.m eastern time this week search slab stocks in the app hit the link in the description to get ten dollars free credit uh, for making an account and then thursday we are going to rip the last boxes of the 2021-22 top scrum champions league case for soccer so i'm pretty excited about that but uh that was a good time 
I hope everyone enjoyed the trivia. Nate, shout out to you and Julian for putting in some good trivia questions. Um, I really wasn't sure what you guys were going to come up with, but that was solid stuff. That was definitely Neither was solid I. Stuff. <laughs> Neither was I. Well, I hope everyone enjoyed the episode. And don't forget, if you are looking to help out, send kids to camp for free whose parents have cancer. Please refer to the beginning of this episode and send your cards to our P.O. box, $25 and higher, raw cards. All of them are going to get graded for free by SGC. Thanks so much to SGC. All you got to do is throw your cards in the pack and get, and get them to us ASAP. Slab Sox Charity, P.O. Box, 320-384, Franklin, Wisconsin, 53132. And that's where I'll leave it today. Hope everyone has a great rest of your week, and we will see you back here Sunday for the FlipQuest episode number 23. See you guys.